0: hello i'm kane winstead hello internet i'm matthew dergish
1: and you're listening to the untold talks of spider-man a podcast about deep cuts forgotten classics and what it truly means to be a spider-man story in the future in the future and do we have a story for you today uh, Matt, why don't you
0: tell our dear listeners what we're going to be talking about? Today, we are talking about 1998's Amazing Spider Man 439 There Was Once a Spider, a Stan Lee presentation written by Tom DeFalco, pencils by Raphael Canyon, inks by Bud LaRosa, and colors by Bob Sharon, with letters by Comic Craft's Liz Artigraphius. Editor Ralph Macchio and Chief Bob Harris. Uh. Chief Bob Harris, not editor in chief, just Chief Bob Harris. Hey, I calls it <laughs> like I reads it. <laughs>
1: So this one, if you want to follow along, uh, is available on uh, Marvel Unlimited. comixology has got it for two buckaroos. And if you're more into the uh, physical, touchy-feely comic, this one's actually worth a little bit more scratch than the others that we've covered. Uh, a high-grade copy of this comic runs for about twenty dollars, actually, and a reader copy will go for about like five or eight dollars. So if you're looking to pinch those pennies, uh, you might want to look at a digital copy, or if you've got that Marvel limited uh might as well flex that nine dollar a month subscription fee
0: so kane how many laser clams is this worth
1: oh laser clams because this is the future as we can tell by it's the future because while they don't use the 2099 lingo we still get some you know pretty like saturday morning cyberpunk versions of of slang like yeah that's got a lot of static on it for something that doesn't you know make a lot of sense and i think there was like one or two other examples um which wow, how wrong they were about where our slang and lingo went, and <laughs> uh you know, am I right,
0: fam we gucci we're we're not there yet there's hope for it to be better than what you say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh so yeah this comic follows zach and lana's future uh superhero archaeologists of th- their present uh discovering quite a find of the famous hero's age spider-man the original spider-man mind you and uh, it's a it's a pretty cool conceit for an issue and i, I think it was fun to go through okay what was your general takeaway from this issue i thought it was an interesting
1: issue uh you know it's it's a fun little read there are a bunch of little pokes uh you know kind of like meta jokes uh like at one point they say that you know spider-man was so famous that people would you know or people are still producing like six about like six books a month about him and haha they're talking about comic books or you know it's it's a meta joke um and you know it's it's a fun little you know one and done cute little story wedged between some pretty uh interesting times in the marvel universe uh we're still coming off of heroes reborn would have ended a few months prior to this uh the next story that's teased at the end of this issue is the gathering of five which is Woo! uh yeah uh, not a very well-received comic book um by by you know can't wait for us to talk about it uh... And then, like we said, like there's some pretty like, you know, late 90s camp uh, aspects to this with, the the futuristic, you know, people they look like they're on a bobsled team honestly. Uh, they, you know, with like the full body suit and wearing goggles and uh, you know. Um so this is not this is not 2099. There's like a throwaway line that says this is probably like two nine nine twenty nine ninety nine so They say they're about they're on the cusp of a new millennium. So you would think that's probably the next one i i I don't know but um it's a fun issue is basically what i'm what i'm trying to say
0: yeah so a lot of the language they use around here is kind of interesting as kane alluded to this whole issue starts off where like i said they're archaeologists and they dig up a web shooter so you know relic of the past but they have this whole vision of spider-man being this grand rich hero that was beloved by all and so their their takeaways from that become different but they do get like bits of spider-man's history which makes it even more confusing in this one box that i found fascinating where one saying he loves the pre-college era and then someone says i'm a fan of the maximum carnage period myself and the guy responds you can't be serious and she says i'm entitled to my opinion and i'm like that's pretty detailed because i mean maximum carnage was what a week roughly is what what's purported yeah, i th- in th- think story. i think so uh if, it's been a while since i've retread on
1: maximum carnage but it's at least a few days
0: Right, but to say it's like a period in the life of someone lived Mm. is odd and here like the idea of it's being purported forward means like they're piecing together history by i guess they have pretty detailed archives of say like the daily bugle or whatnot but they didn't get the editorials it's just kind of confusing (laughs) how the information carried forward
1: well you know it's it's one of those things that doesn't really stand up to close scrutiny for the reasons you just stated but i mean it's it's supposed to be a fun meta joke you know where like you know, I preferred the wall crawlers pre-college era. So, you know, when, you know, the Ditko stuff and the early Ditko stuff. And then this person's like, really? I, you know, I like Maximum Carnage, which is the extreme edgy 90. And then, you know, th- this guy's being what we would call now like the gatekeeper. Like, you know, you you can't be serious that you like that. And then, you know, the the other joke is that DeFalco wrote Maximum Carnage. And so, you know, and and that's fun. And then the, the, the other, you know, Interesting aspects of this are the the juxtaposition of these people imagining the glamorous life of Spider man and Mary Jane over the panels of you know mary jane basically after saying like i want to have a night alone with you you know the the fantastic four can handle it the avengers can handle one night alone i just want to hang out with spider-man you or with my my husband peter parker you need this i need this and then through you know random fluke they just you know spider-man needs to go out mary jane is up at night again you know crying by herself. And meanwhile, this this Lana from the future is imagining the wondrous and glamorous life of the the First Lady of the Age of Heroes.
0: What's even weirder about that is that it was 1998, so Mary Jane should have been saying, get jiggy with it. <laughs>
1: it's true. I mean, this was the height of Will Smith's power. It's true.
0: I also found it interesting. They have a little flash of all the Spider-Men that Peter uh, purportedly... Inspires, and we see like Miguel, and then Spider Girl, which raises a whole lot of questions. Um, and then like the next Spider Man that ends that ended that uh team up that we talked about recently, and then a few others. And it, it, reading it now, you're like, oh, it's funny because it was written in '98, so they didn't know about say like Miles or you know the whole Spider Verse deal or any of that. So it, it, it's kind of interesting this uh future take on Marvel with. The benefit of hindsight makes it a fun little anachronism, I guess. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. Uh, I mean, speaking of anachronisms, uh, you know, the black tarantula uh, appears as the, the looming figure in the distance in this one.
0: Yeah, what was his deal?
1: <laughs> um... He's uh, more deadlier and more vicious than last, according to Peter. But like all in all, this is a fairly like short, little, fun one and done issue. The 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 secondary story, I guess, is about Spider Man rescuing a little girl that's trapped in the sewer because she and her friend went to go play in the sewers. I've never grown up in New York or any place that has had an extensive underground sewer system um i i I don't know how frequent it is for kids to just kind of wander into waste management and play in raw sewage but um i don't know matt you're in one of them big fangled cities uh can you uh elucidate that for me it's just
0: like new york city here in the middle of the country the purported flyover states and uh yeah no i mean if i was in new york city i'd want to get into the sewers and meet the ninja turtles so it makes sense to me (laughs) I tried to get into the sewers when I was a kid for that exact reason.
1: (laughs) I mean, I did the same. Thankfully, manhole covers are much too heavy for small children to lift.
0: Oh, really? Yours weren't bolted down?
1: Um, probably, I don't know. I I just assumed that I couldn't lift them with my small child weight. Uh, not small child weight, small small child
0: might. Didn't get a crowbar? Man, you weren't even trying.
1: Um, I really wasn't. So...
0: Yeah, I, I I like this idea of Spider-Man is off to just go save a small girl. And meanwhile, we get this idea of him being living this glamorous life and helping people. Meanwhile, he's down in a sewer and he breaks his arm. And he's just trying to save this girl's life. And uh, before that, when he shows up, the police are looking at Spider-Man. They say, scram, with some of the best lettering I've seen in a while. <laughs> It's just a fun take on the idea of, like, the purported Golden Age superhero, which I don't know what it is. This happened in uh, Agent X around Deadpool as well. The idea of the big famous superhero having access to a themed motorcycle and helicopter and whatnot in their own named pad. Basically Batman, I guess? Well, I mean, we have a direct Batman reference when they mention,
1: like, oh, this might be a relic from the spider lair. And they, they show what is clearly the Batcave, complete with a giant quarter in instead of a giant penny i
0: thought the spider lair uh predated the bat cave
1: i know, you're the batman guy
0: well because batman was just a ripoff of the spider originally so i don't know much about the spider though whether or not it was a spider cave he had a butler named pennyworth though
1: oh well there you go the more you know oh, um yeah. who knew bill finger not or no let's see uh, not Bill. No, Bill Finger was the writer. Uh, Bill Kane, Batman creator, quote unquote. Yeah. What I'm saying is, surprise, surprise, not the most original guy. There's there's that Bob Kane guy. Bob Kane. Bob Kane. There we go. I'm not a Batman guy, so you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not too much more to say about this. I mean, I like, I don't want to have like a you know 15 minute episode, but like at the end of the day, like this this isn't like a very like dense comic. It's it's a light, little breezy read. It's a fun concept concept um you know i don't know if i drop twenty dollars for like a high grade version of it but it's it's kind of like the the thing that we wanted to highlight on this show fun little reads that are you know entertaining but definitely not going to be something that's gone on someone's top 20 list so you you know unless you're familiar with this era or happen to stumble upon it it's going to be under the radar
0: yeah, the, there's one moment I wanted to talk through with you to get your take on. Okay. So Spider-Man goes to save this little girl, he webs are up in a little web cocoon basically he straps him straps on his back then he plunges into the depths of the sewer and then springs up to grab a ladder mm, poop water yeah um it seems like putting her in a cocoon like is the web like watertight he mentions that it's, it is watertight which would
1: also mean that it's airtight um i also wonder why he has to jump into the sewage to then spring up um uh, because i'm pretty sure in
0: dialogue he he says, "I'll just climb up there." Yeah, he is a uh, Spider-Man. Sticking to walls is a uh, well. One I, of I guess they I,
1: I guess they mentioned previously that uh, the water the the inside of the sewers were very wet, so he was
0: slipping. Yeah, he could make a web ladder.
1: Yeah, there are just you know, before jumping into raw sewage, I just feel like there are so many different other options that you could possibly take um like maybe using your one available web shooter to uh you know make a zip line
0: yeah the other bit i wanted to ask you about i don't know how versed you are in more um x-side marvel 90sness I'm not at all, but let's 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 keep going. Our archaeologists Zach and Lana seem to have a lot of parallels to workers from uh what was it? Landu Lockman and Lake, the intergalactic law firm that uh was poking its nose in a number of different things involving the Mithras and a few things around Wolverine at the time. Intergalactic it, purportance. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> all right. Maybe it's just a look of the future in the nineties, but these guys seem to be tipping the scales to this idea that Spider-Man maybe had a little more importance building Uh, Spider-Man passed, you know, your friendly neighborhood wall crawler to a uh, figurehead of the hero of ages, as they put it Um, And it's kind of interesting, because like you're saying it's meta, and meta-textually we all understand that Spider-Man is Marvel's biggest guy, usually at any given point in history but within the pages he's kind of usually Usually a lesser superhero he's not as prestigious as captain america or as powerful as the hulk or anything like that so and it's kind of interesting to see that play actually take place in a way that matches the the comic and i i, I think that's part of what makes this a little more fun than just the idea on its own All right. Great.
1: So, all that being said, where on our web of rankings would you put this bad boy?
0: Uh this is feels like a hard one to rank Mm -hmm. um it's a good issue but you know it's not the first thing i'd point people to when they're looking for a good extra spider-man story to read okay
1: well then let's see we we have a bar that we've set here and it's the pumping up bar and so i'm and i'm thinking somewhere around pumping up is where i would want to put this uh so just just uh, a quick refresher right above pumping up is Identity Crisis and then underneath pumping up is Family Business and then after that is Spectacular Spider-Man 2.15 and 2.16 that uh, Predator and Prey story that also had the Scorpion in a, or that, that had Scorpion also in a sewer Right. Um and I would be putting that probably putting this above predator and prey but below family business just cuz you know I, I think the art for family business kind of ekes that one the the enjoyable uhness if if we can use that word over this one. Yeah. You know, not quite sailing over the pumping up uh bar but still in the same neighborhood.
0: Yeah. And I just want to note that like we say the pumping up bar, but like Prayer and the Prey is a decent comic, totally worth reading, you know? And then right Mm -hmm. under that, we got Puma and the Honeymoon, which is interesting, but a bit more goofy, you know? I I think some of the lower stuff on our list is still good comics, but I agree with your placement wholeheartedly. I think that's Mm -hmm. where this should be. Uh, Which, to eat my own
1: words earlier, puts it within our top 20.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, which, you know, perfect for, for our show. To say, um, this will make it the 42nd entry on our list. So yeah, 20 is a halfway mark currently.
1: All right. Well, now that that's out of the way, we can get to the most exciting part of the show where i thank everyone for tuning in and extend an invitation that if you'd like to show your support get exclusive reviews of modern spider-man comics commissioned artwork from spider-man artists past and present as well as access to the members only section of our slack community you can check out the amazing spider talks a podcasting network patreon there's no easier way to say those words (laughs) for that's two shows to support for the price of one and twice the bonus content uh links are in the show notes for that and if you'd like to support the show um but you know don't want to do the go the patreon route Tell a friend. Leave us a five star review on the podcast listening platform of your choice. Uh, those also help us grow uh, in in ways that the Patreon can't. You know, it, it helps the the algorithms and and all that magic voodoo happen. So um, yes, up next uh we we we're kind of doing a uh and the rest kind of block where uh Matt and I have a lot of these we we have a big document that has all these stories we want to cover and whenever we try to make these blocks, we try to find as many of these stories that will fit in as possible but some of them just like this one don't really fit neat into any other category so this block is going to be the and the rest. Uh, And then so for the next one we're going to be covering is going to be the Marvel comic original graphic novel, Amazing Spider-Man Hooky, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, Matt, have you ever read this one? Uh, No, but I will. All right. Perfect. Great. Next time we'll be covering that. Special thanks to the Ellie Badge for providing our theme song. Like always, if you want to listen to more from them, check out the show notes for the links. And until circumstance dictates that Matt and I must jump into raw sewage for this podcast. Make mine untold. There you go.
2: Preordained, trial and righteous, fighting for light is my life, and that's why I go light on my vices. Tightening the vices of truth on the ruthless, it's rhyme and the crime as they minds is just useless. The path of the poison, the genesis of the genocide. You and your boys trying to decide what's right, but your pen is a sword and the blade is been forged. Young minds getting gorged, states have been altered by liquor, by weed, and then hate gets exalted as art falls to greed is made as the voices is laid on the track contract your soul's the wage soldier rage did you see his new bins but your is syringe now with pride of you binge got a lot of new friends got a lot of new ends bought a house up in the hills front shouts to the pen giving false accounts of your accounts amounts amounts to fan treason stands to reason since your inception laced with deception it bred false affection it must perish from my terrace i see the fire burning the streets but i won't shield my eyes the heat pour the rain.